Welcome once again to Backlist Podcast. I'm Ollie from near Philadelphia. I'm Sina from Ohio. And this is season 11. We are back chatting about LJ Smith. Woo! Woo! And this time we're talking about the trilogy Dark Visions. Mm-hmm. The Strange Power, The Possessed, The Passion. Those are the three books we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. They were first published in 94 and 95 by Simon Pulse. The first one, Strange Power, was published December 1st, 1994. The Possessed was published February 1st, 1995. And The Passion was published April 1st, 1995. It was an April Fool's Day joke. <laughs> you got any more info on these books? What are, what are they about? Uh, well... Sure. Wait, am I am I meant to read something? No, don't Are read we... anything cuz cuz I okay. don't read the blurbs so that I sure. don't like super spoil myself, but like Gotcha. You know, if you you p- pitch this this series to me so that I want to give it a try. Sure. Uh so this, you know, LJ Smith, she does Here's my trilogy about X, here's my trilogy <laughs> about Y. We had vampires, we had witches, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we had Jin Slash Faye. Slash Faye. Um, today, we're going to do psychics. All right. Uh, we're going to do LJ Smith does X-Men. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. The The main character's name is Caitlin Fairchild. And there was, an, there was an image comic that came out in the late 90s, Gen 13. And the mm-hmm. main character, her name was Caitlin Fairchild, but it was spelled hmm. with a... If this one's a K, hers was with a C. And I wonder if they like took any influence from this because it was the same kind of you know group of five kids with different powers come together kind of thing hmm. i don't know when did when did you say those were being published late 90s definitely late well 90s. Let, you know what, let, let me check real quick okay we're gonna find out uh it was who is gen 13 was that fucking rob liefeld uh it was jim lee and brandon Choi. Okay. Illustrated by J. Scott Campbell. Oh, it looks like the group itself came out in 1993 in an issue of Death Me Black, September 1993. Oh god, I forgot Which there was, was a around the movie. time. Yeah. And let me let me check when they got their own their own book. It was 95. So, uh, right around Nin- the same 94, time. 94 95, yeah. So it looks like the first publication Volume one was February through September ninety four, which means that she was sorry. I've been looking at my computer. She was working on this and getting it published. So I guess Caitlin Fairchild was just just a name. It was just a very nineteen ninety five name, nineteen ninety four. Yeah. You know, yeah, because hers came out in sep- in December ninety four, and the first volume had finished February through September, and like I said, they had been in an issue in September 93, which means she could have seen this group. Mm -hmm. I mean, but she would have to read the comic, but she could have seen this group and even just seen the name of the character. Because what's interesting to me is that Caitlin Fairchild in Gen 13 is also a tall, skinny redhead. Mm -hmm. And she has blue eyes, but it's very funny because people are like, if Caitlin Fairchild from Gen 13 was a real human, you know, like physically proportionate to the exact same character. Her eyes would be her most striking feature because they're enormous. 
And I'm just like, this is so weird. <laughs> I'm looking forward to see if uh, the other four characters feel like the the four teammates that she had. I guess we'll find out. Yeah. But good pitch. Um, definitely interested in reading that because I have not ever read it. I have read I have read at least the first two chapters of this book and then we put it down realizing we needed to do an intro episode. We we were like, oh, we need to do an intro episode. And then we started looking into the book and we're like, do we need to do an intro episode? <laughs> Alas, we we should. Yeah. So when did you read these books? Um, I don't remember exactly when. It was probably back during my LJ Smith binge in like fourth to fifth grade. Okay, so it was all at the same kind of time. Yeah, I'm pretty sure my library just had all of LJ Smith's books. That's amazing. So, yeah, so I just, you know, went through what they had. I know I had to hunt around for some of the Night World books, but I don't remember ever having to hunt for these, so I assume I just read them at the same time. Mm. Do you have memories of them? Like, how, how they were, how they held up compared to... Or not held up, but, like, obviously Forbidden Game was your favorite. Mm-hmm. What did Little Cinna feel about these ones? Uh, I'm pretty sure I like them for reasons that will become obvious as we go along. But I I don't know. Most of my impressions from this book come from later on after I got the omnibus and I read it a couple more times. Oh, okay. And yeah, I always, I always liked this one. Uh, I feel like this one kind of gets lost because it's it's not about vampires or witches or you know it's not the night world right yeah it's kind of just it's its own weird little thing I I think this will be an interesting one for us to read uh and just sort of put it in in its context to see like how we feel about the way that LJ continues to like iterate on these character types. Right, right, and her whole um, having a group sort of thing, mm-hmm. where her group in Vampire Diaries was not, in my opinion, very cohesive, mm-hmm. and then Secret Circle, it was just enormous. Yep. Forbidden Game was good. I felt like everyone had a purpose there, except mm-hmm. for, what's her name? Zack and Summer. Summer, yeah. Zack could have had more purpose, that would have been True. good. Um, but yeah, Summer was like, why do we even have this character? So... I think with it just being a small group, or a specifically five group, that will be interesting. Mm-hmm. And hopefully it's tighter. Yep. No. Oh, go ahead. I was just saying, you know, we got another love triangle, so we'll see how oh, this yeah. one pans out. Do we Do we have, like, soulmates? No. Okay. Good. <laughs> just like, good. All right. We good. We good. You've mentioned to me at some point before that this book doesn't just have white characters. Yes. The lead, obviously, her love interest. Question mark on the other love interest. Uh, but the two the two side characters. Um, there is a Native American girl. I don't remember which tribe specifically, but I think they, they do, do specify a tribe. I'm fairly wow. certain they do. Uh, LJ does, rather. And then... Um, is I th- her name anything close to Sarah Rainmaker? Uh, her name is Anna White Raven. Okay. <laughs> Sarah Rainmaker is the one from Gen 13. <laughs> gotcha. And then the other boy is, I think, Chinese. 
Okay, 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 okay. So he's Chinese. Okay, one second, one second. <laughs> it's like, I am going to okay, fucking okay, make okay. these connections. <laughs> Is he like a like a 90s grungy boy? No. Okay, okay. This is last name Chang. Uh, I think it's Chow. Okay. Okay. Is there a cool girl with fun hair? No, there are only the two girls. Who is the other girl? Caitlin. Oh, 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 the, Caitlin the and Anna. American girl. Yes. Okay, so it's two girls and three boys? Yes. Okay. This is going to be great. I'm really looking forward to this. <laughs> He's like, I've already cast these people in my mind. <laughs> I already have the string board going because <laughs> Caitlin Fairchild is the exact same fucking character and there's a Native American girl and there's a Chinese guy. There's not my favorite character who's Roxy Spaulding. I love her. She's like so cute and has a like, cute little pixie cut and she's got like pink purple hair. Love her. Sounds like LJ Smith never would have done her justice anyway. So it's fine. I think there is eventually a girl who comes in who has blue hair, but she's oh, not beautiful. She's not part of the core group. Okay. All right. I look forward to seeing if her powers match up to Roxy's. <laughs> I already tell you that Caitlyn's do not. Yeah, we already know what Caitlyn, can, Caitlyn from Dark Visions does. So that'll be fun. That'll be fun. <laughs> Get your bingo cards ready. Right. I'm going to be like, all right, so... Uh, here's the deal. L.J. Smith read one issue of Gen 13. <laughs> Not even or, or Gen 13. Deathmaker Black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Saw this, you know, little quintet of people and thought, I'm gonna do that as a young adult book. Let's go. Well, I think that's, listen, so we need, we need to talk about L.J. Smith, right? Well, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay, hold on. First of all, okay, okay, okay. I do want to say I did try to do some research into Dark Visions, right? The um, word, the operative word there is try. I tried. I mean, I so did it. So hard. Yeah. Did it. Did not find anything. I, I just cannot find anywhere where LJ talks about this. Not even back in the, the prehistoric days of the internet. Like, the the only thing I found was a, a very old entry on the uh, nightworld.net website. Um, September 10th, 1999. Just heard from LJS's agent that there is a TV deal in the works for Dark Visions. Aww. Visit this part of our website to show your share your thoughts on casting. This is back in the day when you had to be in touch with the author themselves if you were running the fan site, first of all. Yeah. Wow, like 99. That's... Yeah. And that was the only information that and there nothing was. nothing ever came up about it. Yeah, I... F- I feel like this series, because I kept forgetting it existed. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I had not read it, so I had nothing to latch on to. But I kept thinking, right, and then after Forbidden Game, we can, you know, move on the next time we want to do an L.J. Smith season. We'll move on to (laughs) Nightworld. And they're like, no, no. No, no. Dark Visions. So this feels like the mother loves you the least, child. I'm so sorry. It's very tragic, because there's a lot of interesting stuff in here and you said you've read it multiple times when you got the omnibus yes and i definitely like i liked it more than secret circle i liked it more than uh vampire diaries obviously but it is it's super weird it's very new agey so i can kind of see where it may not have clicked with teens yeah 
I'm definitely looking forward to seeing if it's the kind of story that was like, if you'd only just hit at the right time, or if it's just never going to have been the big one. Mm-hmm. The the phrase weird is so good too, because like, I don't even know what that means. It could mean anything, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited for that. <laughs> uh, but it is a shame that there's just nothing about this book series. It's like, LJ, you wrote a whole trilogy. You wrote like fucking 731 motherfucking pages. Mm-hmm. And you have nothing to say about it. Mm-hmm. That just seems really peculiar. Yeah, I. So I. Uh, speaking of LJ Smith, um, yeah. clap, 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 everybody. There's been a sign. There has been sign of life. <laughs> LJ is presumably alive because the two of us stalk her goodreads page well they've also revamped her website they, yes. they've updated the copyright to 2022 they've changed Saw the layout oh like please be alive you know unless somebody is doing this posthumously and then just teasing on the front page of the website where they're like big announcement soon lj smith is dead surprise like <laughs> so we're just gonna not. publish all of her notes right um what is the what is the website for those who want to go check it out senna uh, it's ljanesmith.net. Okay, okay. And that is linked directly from her Twitter, where she was active, like, years and years ago. Years and years ago. She has not been on Twitter in quite a while. No, there was one tweet, like, in 2018 or something. And I think that was it since, like, 2014 or something. Mm-hmm. And zero likes. I was like, well, uh, let's see, you know, maybe she's just been on Twitter and liking it. And zero likes. Doesn't like anything on Twitter. <laughs> I thought my I thought my phone was, like, glitching. <laughs> so I kept refreshing it. I was just like, oh, no. You just have never liked anything. Okay. <laughs> Probably don't even know you can. Yeah, I mean, I would not be surprised. LJ Smith. So I looked up an old interview with her. Mm-hmm. Um, when she was promoting the new Vampire Diaries books. and Oh, yeah, yeah. Just the last time anyone has heard from her. Right. That was like 10 years ago, 2008-ish. And she sounded like an, like an old lady even back then. So mm-hmm. uh, I would not be surprised if she was not super familiar with Twitter. But she what made... What is with these, these writers we read mostly and just being like, you have been an old lady since you started this when you were like... <laughs> In your 20s. <laughs> and yet you write for teenagers. I mean, maybe it's just the type, right? Like the type of person who's going to sit down and write one of these books has, has an old lady spirit. Old lady spirit, but stuck in high school. Mm-hmm. But like she does ever mention dark visions, right? There's okay. a question on here that's like, which of your characters are like you personally? And she's like, oh, well, I see very well through Elena Gilbert's eyes, but also Cassie and Caitlin and Jenny. So, like... All of your protagonists. Right. Well, so, like, she, the point is she hasn't forgotten Dark okay. Vision. She she does ever mention these characters. She just doesn't seem to care. She, now, what's interesting is that on the Wikipedia page for Dark Visions, mm-hmm. it said, and I quote... In October 2010, L.J. Smith announced that she had planned out a sequel to the trilogy titled Blindsight. All right, Googling that. Presumably there's like a little link next to it, but I saw that and thought it was worth mentioning because as we know, L.J. Smith is always planning a sequel to everything. Yes, L.J. Smith has written a sequel to everything she's ever written. Don't you worry about it. But she can't finish 
Nightworld. Yeah, I even went through her whole fucking Facebook history. But yeah, no, there's there's nothing, man. I don't even know where she announced Blindsight. But I will I will point out that if you go on LJ Smith's website currently, right? Mm-hmm. And you click on the page that says books, there is a an entry on this page for every single book that she's ever written except for the Dark Visions trilogy. No! <laughs> totally whoever I'm so wrote this sorry, baby. totally skipped it. The omnibus Jeez. isn't mentioned. The only mention is my other trilogies, the best-selling Forbidden Game and the number one New York Times bestseller Dark Visions are pretty straightforward and being repackaged. And then it goes into talking about the first volume of the Forbidden Game. Oh my god. And there are no there are no short stories that she's posted about these. Nothing. Yeah, I mean this this is just further Encouraging my feeling that she just gives, like, very little fucks. It's unfortunate. Welp, what we have is the trilogy. And I'm looking forward to reading it. Especially after Forbidden Game was Mm -hmm. as good and even necessarily better than the first time I read it. You know, she has grown as an author in that one. And I'm hopeful to see more growth in this one. Yeah, I am very curious to see how um this one looks like in the in the context of everything that we've read so far yeah this feels like a really good backlist read Mm -hmm. in that regard all right well then mm, anything else you want to chat about with it uh no um except i did find that casting page for the the 1999 fan fan casting of the dark visions tv show so maybe after we read like the first book or maybe after we read the trilogy we'll just let's take a look at it and see like what what teenagers in 1999 wanted these characters to look like (laughs) which 30 year old men were they casting (laughs) oh so many ollie Oh, I knew it. <laughs> so many. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah, save that. Save that link. Drop it. Drop it somewhere to save. I will. All right. Well, that sounds really ridiculous. <laughs> Very good. Then we shall see you all next time where we will be talking about Dark Visions number one, The Strange Power. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to follow the podcast on Twitter at Backlist Podcast. You can find me there as well at Olivia Hennis. And you, my friend? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Endless underscore Run. And you can also find the podcast on Patreon, patreon.com slash Backlist and Chill, where you get episodes early. Yeah. Thank you very much for joining us. And oh, check us out on Spotify too, because like mm-hmm. they auto populate over there after like they've been released Mm -hmm. I know that that is like a super easy way to listen yep alright see you next time bye LJ lives she lives